The season's changing, so why not change your look? Update your prescription and choose from the wide selection of brand name frames and state-of-the-art lenses at Pearl Vision. They direct bill most insurance plans. Plus, they'll give you 40% off lenses for adults and free lenses for kids with frame purchase. Arrange your family's eye exams at pearlvision.ca. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends July 31st, 2023. Exams available at the independent doctors of optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Ti won ti je unja le Oluwa o ti orori o Badafidi ori oke gogo tani be plain ati be be ra o ti ma gbadura eyin na tete wa foruko sile bayi pelu baba testimony etun le pe number yi 081537700080815377000 only pilgrimage to Israel pelu oli olorun baba testimony e je kejo rin ajo emi pelu woli keri lau tele 107.9 FM Fresh 107.9 FM Professionalism Nurtured by Experience Broadcasting Worldwide Latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh 107.9 FM. Listen via freshfmnigeria.com or download Fresh 107.9 FM on Play Store. Looking at what is going on in and around our bill, because all over the country, what am I even saying? <laughs> all over the country, fuel queues have resurfaced yet again. I thought we dodged the bullet. I thought with the Naira swap and the fuel scarcity that happened a few months ago, I thought, okay, that was done with it. Yes, even though Nigerians were actually expecting that, okay, subsidy will be removed, but. Um, most Nigerians are now saying that, oh, the marketers are the Shylocks. Why would they, before the president even said sub, before he even finished the word CD, they already closed their, their shops, they already started, you know, the queues, Nigerians, you know, as usual, the panic buying here and there. But it's just sad looking at what is going on. And um, <laughs> veteran, uh, veteran uh, Sir Eddie will say that the IBB in us is what is playing out here. Well, anyway, what can I say? I'm just a journalist. And with that, when I say welcome to the show, freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM, I'm Bill Kuta. Keeping you fresh all day is what we do. My name is Binga Oreshegon, the man you just have to love. I'm not here alone. I have the stars right here in the building. The stars, good morning. Uh, good morning, Binga. And let me just wish you congratulations for a new government. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. Yes, I am excited that uh, we have a new government that um, 
the PMB administration has gone, you know, peacefully. We had a beautiful transition. And uh, the inaugural address, first off, let me ask you before we go into the papers, what do you think about the inaugural address? Uh, did he cover, did he say the right things? Did he, you know, was he able to articulate his thoughts well? Do you think he sounded so convincing? Well, aside from the fact that we didn't have um, anything on the two sectors, Mm. The health and the educational sector, he didn't say anything about them. And I think understandably too anyway. Um, if you ask me, I would rate that speech as high. And um, this is not because, like I've always said, I, I am a proteinable person. No, it's because that speech really is heralding us to a new future. Mm. Um, I'm, I didn't pay attention to all the other technical details people really want to pay attention okay. to. What I pay attention to were those introductory remarks, all the paragraphs. Okay. with which um, he, he started his speech. Two things became so clear, mm. and I think Nigerians should pay attention to okay. it. The guy is enrolling us to a new Nigeria. True. Uh, he's asking us to create a future, mm. that the future is not a place we just walk into, ready-made. Okay. He said it's one that we have to create. And he went on to equally let us know that um, if anything must happen, all of us must sacrifice. And we must have a vision. He spoke about an ideal Nigeria. Okay. Um, he, he wasn't talking about a, a, the Americans, the American dream. He didn't use the word dream. He used the word ideal. And he said the ideal Nigeria is talking about, he spoke about it so frequently. And he said, look, it's not as if other things are not important. Mm. It's not as if the economy is not important. Other statistics are not important. Yes. But he said, the ideal Nigeria is talking about, and he described it. We are every Nigerian realize that this is a country um, he, he, he needs to allude to, he needs to hold on to. And to me, those are the high points of the speeches. No, Apart no, from you, other you, things, talked about, you talked about sacrifice, all right, that we should, ready to, we should be ready to sacrifice. I, I remember that the PMB administration, I think almost every year, was always telling Nigerians that, hey, Nigerians, we have to sacrifice. You know, there will be tough times ahead. We just have to sacrifice just for the greater good. Now, eight years, did we see the greater good, even with all the sacrifices? You remember what happened during the Naira, you know, Naira redesign and all of it. And now he's telling us yet again that we are going to sacrifice. Sacrifice yet again. Do you think Nigerians still have the, you know, the strength to still sacrifice more? Looking at what we've been going through. You know, let's say for the past eight years or yeah, more. The, the truth of the matter is that there is no way anybody will have progress in the world without sacrificing. Okay. And that's the truth. Um, if from, um, President, former President Modibuari yes. enrolled us to sacrifice, then, and the present President too, is equally enrolling us to sacrifice. Sacrifice is the word that gives you a new future. No pain, hmm. no gain. No pain, no gain. But it depends on who is handling the pain that will translate into the gain. The challenge we have with uh, former President was that uh, it lacks that uh, that ability, the capacity mm. to fully translate the pain into gains. Okay. And I believe we are hoping and praying that this present president, with what you know of him, yes. will be able to make sense of the pain so that mm. we can gain. There is no way we will not talk about forest subsidy. Maybe I don't know now or then. Oh, it's, it's all over the papers, so actually. It's all over see. the papers. No all right, pain, so, no gain. All right, so if you just joined us, it is Freshly Pressed. We do this every weekday, Mondays through to Friday, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. We're always on your radio, reviewing the papers. And uh, in the course of the show, we'll bring you into the conversation to also drop your comments, you know, one or two. Right now, we have the stories from The Punch. We have uh, from The Vanguard. The Daily Trust is also here. Platform Times also in the building. So let's quickly go with the headlines real quick. The Punch, subsidy, fuel sales at 600 Naira per litre. Queues worsen as filling stations shot. Fuel sales at 600 Naira per litre. Queues worsen as filling stations shot. The Punch newspaper also has this one. 11 trillion Naira spent on moribund refineries in 13 years, says House of Reps. Another story from the Vanguard newspaper, fuel subsidy. Don't dare Nigerians. NLC wants Tinubu. Fuel subsidy. Don't dare Nigerians. NLC wants Tinubu. 
The Vanguard newspaper also has this one. Petrol subsidy removal, not immediate, says President C. Source. Petrol subsidy removal, not immediate, says President C. Source. The Daily Trust has this one. Subsidy, petrol hits 1,200 naira per liter in Airborne State. Subsidy, petrol hits 1,200 naira per liter. In Airborne State. All right, the Platform Times has a different story. Court approves federal government's no work, no pay against ASU. Court approves federal government's no work, no pay against ASU. The Platform Times also has this one 222.42 kilograms marijuana seized, codeine, guns confiscated in Ogun. Platform Times has this one, 222.42 kilograms of marijuana seized, codeine, guns confiscated in Oakland State. So let's quickly go into the details of this story. Okay, sit back, relax. Let's review the papers together. My name is Binga Oreshegun. So nice to meet you. We have our stars also right here in the building for us to do the analysis all together. So let's start with the subsidy, the Punch newspaper. Subsidy fuel sells at 600 naira per liter. Queues worsened as filling stations shot. Now, less than 24 hours after President Bolatinobu declared an end to fuel subsidy, the prime price of premium motor spirits, commonly known as petrol, has skyrocketed to 600 naira per liter from 195 naira to a liter in many parts of the country. The development equally triggered a 100% hike in transport fares while long queues resurfaced at fuel stations across Lagos, Abuja, Ilori, Benin City, Asaba, Port Harcourt, Kanumakodi and other major cities and urban areas. Now, to worsen the situation, many outlets shut down their facilities and refused to dispense fuel to motorists, further creating scarcity and sparking desperation and panic buying at fuel stations that were opened to customers. The Punch newspaper has this one. Subsidy fuel sales at 600 naira per liter. Queues worsen as filling stations shot. Okay. Stars. During the inauguration, uh, inaugural speech, the president, Tinubu, I'm still trying to find my, I tried to get away from saying President Mohamed but President Balatinubu said something. He said the issue of fuel subsidy is gone. And he also talked about that uh, um, during the speech, the president said that he took a look at the budget and that he has been told by the outgone administration that there is no budgetary provision. But really, if we fact check it. In the 2023 budget, provision has been made for subsidy payment till the end of June. Now, looking at what happened, it felt as if the marketers knew that the president was going to make that bold statement that subsidy will be removed. But he said subsidy is gone. So it felt like before the president even said, when he said sub, before he even finished saying the word CD, the marketers shut down their tanks and panic buying here and there and i heard people start blaming the marketers oh the marketers are bad people they are the reason why we're nigerians are the reason they're the ones causing problems for nigerians okay now this morning i just want us to take a different look at this i want to try and defend the marketers here with this analogy the stars per adventure let me paint a quick scenario for you it stars imagine you buy you sell eggs okay and your supplier you buy these eggs your crate of eggs from your supplier 300 naira per crate now immediately you've you're done with your you take it to your shop as you're unloading offloading you know your supplier calls you ustaz baba egg is no longer 300 naira per crate it is now 600 naira per crate and normally when you buy it at 300 naira you sell at 320. now your supplier told you immediately you got to shop you have not even sold any and your supplier tells you it's now 600 naira per crate. Ustas, in all fairness, would you still go ahead to sell your crate of eggs at 320, knowing that when you go back to your supplier, you get it at 600 naira per liter? I want you to just look at that. What do you have to say to this? That's a Shylock argument you have just brought up. 
when you talk of business financing, there mm. are so many ways of financing your business. The money you bring into your business is called capital. Okay. When you add issue with your capital, you secure for more fund. You secure more fund to capitalize. You capitalize your business. It is not by frustrating your customer. That approach, that strategy just brought up, is a Shylock way of doing business. It's, it's a strategy. I am coming. Okay. You asked me a okay. question. Okay. It's a Shylock way of doing it. Mm. Frustrating, strangulating your customer. When you are in business, there are a lot of sources. Either you get your shareholders to give you more funds, or you approach your bank to recapitalize when there is need for you to do recapitalization. It is not by frustrating your customer. And that's what you just brought up now. And that, to me, is highly immoral. And that's the truth. Given your analysis. Yes. Now, going to the first subsidy, which I think brought up this, mm. the subsidy has not been removed. It has not been removed. Do you think the president made an error? Did you think, do you think he dropped the ball, making such a bold statement, saying that subsidy is gone? Do you think the communicate, the way he expressed it was Penultimate wrong? Penultimate Monday, before Monday. Yes. You and I, and Nigerians, know that mm. subsidy has gone. When you say subsidy has gone, we all know the terminal date of, the cut-off date of subsidy is June. But by June 30th, we won't have subsidy again. Okay. We all knew that the past government, and we have discussed that, I discussed that here with you, on the issue of the $800 million World Bank loan as palliative for okay. the removal of subsidy. So there is nothing, there is no new narrative that is coming up in our public space that we're never aware of. The truth of the matter is, Nigerian government need to evolve a strategy to checkmate the market and those that are strangulating Nigerians. And that's just the truth. There is no justification, no basis for any Nigerian now to be buying fuel at 500, 600, 700, like you have read out in the newspapers. No basis. Because the fuel that have been imported has still been subsidized. So they already you, paid for, already subsidized. Paid for. So if any government, if any marketer who is in business yes. chooses to want to prepare for the no subsidy regime, mm. he needs to approach his bankers. His he, bankers. He needs to approach his financiers. Instead of increasing instead the Instead of passing that burden onto us. But that's what a capitalist environment does, a capitalist does. And that's Once why... Once they just shift it to the customers. That is why government need to come in and do moderation. Shifting to the customer okay. is not now. Get it, let us get it right. There is what you call matching concept in accountancy. The, f the good you bought now yes. is at a particular price. Put your margin of profit and sell. When that time comes, match your cost with the new cost you just bought mm. and sell at that new price. Don't transfer the burden ahead to, this, to the consumer, to the hapless consumer. And that's why government to come in and bring about regulation and control. That's why we have government. Now, what, what would you suggest the president should do? Because I had a conversation with um, Samson Akindele yesterday, and it made sense. He said that, what if the president just go all out, you know, and maybe not just with chief security officers and not tell his aides, and they just stroll around the city of Abuja, go to some of those filling stations that are just hoarding their fuel. And so maybe with someone from NNPC, let us check your tank. And once they see it, oh, you have well, that's economic sabotage. You get arrested and prosecuted. Just do it for like five of them. The whole nation will definitely sit up. And it will also boost the perception we don't of the, the president. We don't need the president to do that. I'm not saying it is wrong if he does that. But we don't need the president to do that. The reason is because we have an institution, a regulatory agency already in charge of that. DPR is not doing anything. Wait, now. that's another ball game. So if the DPR, the agency that's supposed to do it, are not doing it, that's why we have government. That's why we have appointed a new sheriff to be in town. Let him ensure that all agencies of government, most of the executive, the DPR is an arm of the executive, not an arm of the legislature or the judiciary. It's an arm of the executive, just like civil service that we have. Let, look, 
the whoever is heading the DPR is appointed by the president. So if that DPR is not doing their job, let them go out and ask them to do their job. But don't get me wrong. I am not saying it is wrong for the president to do what you just said. I'm only saying that we have an institution in place already who is expected by law to do this. And this is what we should be doing. So what should the president do here? I mean, should he should he call NNPC? Should he call the like Ipman and all of call them to order and maybe read a riot act to them? Did he should do what we did what he did yesterday within EFCC and the DSS. When they had problem in Lagos over facility, he instructed DSS to quit that building. That is the president. So I'm expecting him to do the same thing. Call those that are in charge to order. If we don't stop this within so certain number of hours, certain things will happen. That is the presidency. That is executive. These are the kind of things I'm expecting to happen. Okay, how about here in Ogun State? Should Governor Dakwabiodun also take the bold step? Maybe go around filling stations and also, you know, read the right acts to them. There is nothing wrong in the governor or whoever is in charge to do that because the box stop on his table. Hmm. But don't forget that the DPR is not responsible to the state governor. But that is not to say How that... How about threatening wait, to revoke their Wait, I am... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not to say that there are no other exactly. approach to mm. it that he could use. There are other agencies that he could use. He's the governor of his state. He's the chief secretary officer of his state. He could instantly bring up a committee. He could do this, do a lot of things for people to start doing that job. If he feels DPR that is not under him, he's not doing the job. He owns the state. Let him take this action. These are the kind of actions I'm expecting. Not to start looking at the president for the statement he made. Look, that statement he made, all of us knew that first subsidy within our public space will not be there again. We knew this before he made those, those speeches of his. That is the truth. And let me just tell you, going forward, I have said it here severally. The only way forward regarding this is to stop this first subsidy. We've just gotten analysis that in 2022, Nigeria spent 10 billion US dollars to subsidize fuel. Dangote refinery cost just 19 billion US dollars. That means that in two years, we've been able to finance two refineries. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> this madness must stop. Then we, know, we now go ahead and say, what is the percentage of Nigerians that are equally benefiting actually benefiting rather from the first subsidy. Mm. Statistics is that only about 40% of Nigerians, I mean only about 3% of Nigerians benefit from the first subsidy that we're talking about. Some some even added, some even argued that the president put the cart before the horse. Now even though you're going to say that okay, first subsidy will go, I think there should be some things put on ground first, meet with the necessary stakeholders like the NLC, TUC and been, those, those, those. But he has not done that. He just made that statement. Those stakeholders should watch it. Okay. The so-called stakeholders, NLC, TUC, I'm sure they are listening. They should watch it. Nigerians are tired of their shenanigans. Are you for real? I am for real on this. Tell me, what are your reasons? Because for? all these were in place before President uh, um, um, Tinubu came up. Before Jagaban came up. All these were in place. They never took up the federal government then. When federal government was, were talking about it, uh, they want to bring about 800 million US dollars to, to, to do palliative. Where were they? They should just keep quiet. Nigerians are tired of them. They should not just come and feel they want to play to, to the gallery. That is not time for this. This is the time for them to sit down and understand what is going on. And that's the truth. I am not saying the president does not owe Nigerians the duty of palliative, etc., in you know, to cushion this. But there are other ways of doing that. And let me just tell you, I've argued it here, I'll say it again. Okay. The solution going forward is to look towards the private sector. We have Dangote Refinery to be coming up in July. I'm expecting government to give more license to modern refineries and give more crude to private refineries. Let us bring about competition in, that, in, the, in the downstream sector of, 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 of the petroleum industry. This is the only way we can bring down the price of, as we presently, the, the pump price of fuel. And that's the truth. I don't see, I don't see the amount of palliative that the federal government to roll out that will cushion the effect of what people are already suggesting will be the cost of the fuel that, we are, that is coming in. And I ask a question. How do we, who knows, how do we come to determine that fuel will sell for, PMS will sell for 600, 700 pump price because something has been removed? No, these are not correct. And that's why I'm saying that we need to find a way to deal with those that are profiteering out of our life. We need to find a way. The government must find a way to ensure they checkmate and bring about control in the market. And that's the truth. They need to start doing this, give more licenses, 
give crude to those that are producing locally apart from the Dangote. Let us have more people producing, refining this product in Nigeria. When we have competition in the market, it's better for us. It regulates, we allow the market to determine what prices we are doing. But let us ensure that we bring about an you know, environment that is conducive enough for competition to happen. Positive, healthy competition to happen. Now, Dangote alone is the one controlling the market. The way things are, we should license more refineries. The motor the fine line that have been licensed should be given crude access to crude for them to refine. Let mm. us have many sources okay. of fuel in Nigeria. Mm. Then we'll bring healthy competition. Then becomes market price, determining what is going to mm. at price we are going to buy. But the truth of the matter is subsidy must go. We must not become the victim of those that are profiteering that are suddenly, you know, he eating the policy using the media with their money to fight back each time we want to remove subsidy. That must stop. The NLC and the TUC and whatever, whoever is out there should not, be, should not allow themselves to be used by this same set of people. This is the truth. We must remove subsidy. Okay. We must remove subsidy and the president has made that bold statement. But anyway, when by the time we open the phone lines, okay, I'm going to ask the question, how much did you get fuel yesterday? How much is fuel selling in your area? I, how, how I, about took, you? I took a bike. I couldn't <laughs> even get fuel into my car. And, and the bike man said he bought fuel. Okay. He's an Auza man. He spoke to him in Auza. I bought a 500 per liter. Oh, dear. Here and in Ogun State. Here in Ogun State. Here in Abel. Why, why should that be? This is the time citizens themselves must rise up to stop this nomadness. I mean, somebody sold fuel 220 on Monday. And as I said yesterday, was selling fuel at 500. What happened overnight? If, if my brother, a nephew of mine, who is yes. a member of the Ipman, said as a Monday he lifted fuel from a depot at 200 or 210. And I yesterday when they got to the depot, the same depot is now lifting at 420. What happened overnight? That was the same analogy I was giving. And that's why the government must stop it. That, that was the same analogy I was giving. There is nothing the wrong in them want to do that. Nigerians, government and Nigeria must stop this madness. And this is the truth. People need to rise up and say no to this madness. This is the truth. If you want to recapitalize your business, yes. Meet your financiers. Go to banks. Mm. Call for stakeholders or shareholders mm. to bring more money. Okay. Don't stifle us to recapitalize your business. That is not the way to, to, to run business. Okay. And I'm honest about that. All right, we'll go on this quick break. Don't touch that radio. It's getting heated. The Bazgos is happening right here in the studio. We'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. It's still freshly pressed. Hello, Joy. Hello, Ada, my friend. How have you been doing? I've been doing great. It's long time. I even had to travel out of the country and you didn't tell me. Is it good? Oh, I'm so sorry about that. How is your husband doing? He's doing fine. And your daughter, Deborah? Hmm. Hmm. Deborah has always been herself. Oh. What do you mean by that? She has even been proving stubborn these days. Even the father is not helping matters. I'm even tired of everything. Don't be. Oh yes, you don't have to be. Are you a woman dealing with pressing life issues? Then make it a date to attend Women Training School of the Women College of Ministry with Olufunke Adetuberu, the host of She Matters on Fresh FM Nigeria. For six weeks of impactful teachings on how to raise super kids, wisdom principles, dealing with conflicts at home, with a special feature on how to enjoy sex in your marriage, and lots more. Starting on the 3rd of June, 2023, every Saturday from 12 noon to 4 p.m. Classes will also be available via Zoom. To register, please send a WhatsApp message to plus Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-6601. Academy Suite, home away from home. Guy, 
If I tell you all this plenty airtime and data, who are they take flex? Now dash glow dash me, you go believe. So dash you care for this kind of economy? I beg you. As I buy my glow sim like this, period, I first collect 1,000 and welcome bonus, Sarah. As I come recharge, bam, glow knock me 10 times airtime bonus. I also enjoy double data. Joy. Wait, oh, you mean? 1,000 naira welcome bonus. Yes. Plus 10 times airtime bonus. Yes. Plus double data again. Yes. For, for which universe now? <laughs> the globe breaker the universe now. You, you want to try? Oh, mo. No wonder boys they flex anyhow on top phone 247 non-stop. Hey, I don't come. My people, not let grass grow under your Lego. Go get your glow sim today. Dial it at 777 hash to buy and enjoy 10 times airtime bonus plus up to double data. Offer day for both new and existing subscribers then. No, unlimited. And we're back on radio. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Our bill because are keeping you fresh all day. It's getting really heated right here in the studio. Yes, I really got starts to get so emotional, and I like that. I like to see you that way. <laughs> all right, another story from the Punch newspaper. 11 trillion naira spent on moribund refineries in 13 years, says House of Reps. Now, the House of Representatives Ad Hoc Committee on the State of Refineries in the country has said the federal government spent a total of 11.3 trillion naira from 2010 to, to date. The chairman of the committee, Ganyu Johnson, however, failed to convince the Deputy Speaker, Hakmed Wasi, who chaired the committee of the call, to consider the report. Wasi dismissed the recommendations by the committee as failing to address the main issues for which the panel was set up as well as not being far-reaching enough to change the current situation of things. In the report, a copy of which punch correspondent obtained, the committee gave a breakdown of the actual cost of rehabilitating the Nigerian refineries between 2010 and 2020 and from 2020 to date. According to the panel, the total cost of rehabilitation within the period is 11.3 trillion naira, while the additional cost in other currencies are $592 million and 3.4 million pounds. The Punch newspaper has this one. 11 trillion naira spent on moribund refineries in 13 years, says House of Reps. Someone define corruption for me. The outgone administration, okay, let's start from the Jonathan administration, the outgone administration, the PMB administration, which, you know, came in and said, oh, we'll fight corruption to a standstill. To now know that 11 trillion naira was spent on this refineries and it did not refine one liter of petrol, did not refine one liter of diesel, did not refine one liter of what Nigeria would need. And yet, 11 trillion Nigerian naira was spent on this refineries. Oh, stars, are you not angry right now? Every Nigerian will be angry. I just said it um, before now that um, if we spent 10 billion US dollars on subsidy just in one year. And Dangote built his family with 19 billion US dollars. So imagine how much I spent on you have wasted. Is that <coughs> on, two refineries? It could yes, be two it could, refineries. in two years. You we'll build two. And don't forget that that's in the that just clinical train, yes. whatever they call it in, in, it, in the world. Yes. So imagine if we have that kind of money. And before now, if you had wanted to do that, we might not have spent off 19 billion US dollars. Mm. Then they are getting it. True. Then combined with the amount of money we've been spending over time, you know, to want to rehabilitate an unviable refinery. Don't forget that at the point in time, this refinery was sold to Dangote. And yeah, I think there was it, an issue there. Talk about now, you talk about corruption. One thing that drives corruption is incompetence. When you lack the technical know-how, it's easy for people to get to get things corrupted under you. It does, corruption does not mean, necessarily mean taking money or putting money into your, into your pocket. Corruption means that when you're bastardizing the process with which a thing works, you're corrupting the process. And processes are corrupt. 
easily corrupted when the person that is in charge lacks the where without the technical know-how lacks the, uh, does not have the competence is it the technical know-how or the will to stop it look you must have the technical know-how before you have the will if you have the will to stop it worry had the will to stop it Mm. But he never knew how the system operates, so they were able to still outmaneuver him. But he was, it, it he, goes he, beyond. He, he was the head of PTF during Apache regime, mm. he was the minister mm. for petroleum during um, uh, General Obasanjo regime, he was also the minister of petroleum. So, during his own administration, I don't want to look run, run, I, for, see, he look, know, he I don't understand. I don't want to start running forward and looking backward. I'll trip. <laughs> okay, let's look at what is possible. The example I'll give is um, um, okay. When he got to jam, jam because okay. that happens to be his forte. You understand? Easy to education. And he knew when he was the VC of Winnie Loring, he knew how jam operates. He knew all the games they used to play. He introduced a lot of things. Reformation came in. The only thing people were talking about is that he was able to refund Kinnikon billion naira back to government, etc. People never saw the way he was able to control admission process. The corruption in admission, he, he was able to bring, you know, sanity to that system with the caps and ev- everything he introduced. But I because he understands what is happening but, but, there. When you have the know-how, you are able to understand the system and be able to stop and, you know, block I, I the I would still say that it starts with the wheel. You talked about jam. We had Dibu <laughs> journey there. I'm sure Dibu journey there also had, he knew about all of these things. But the wheel I, I'm not to do it. I'm not throwing away the wheel. I've said yes, the will is important. But if you have the will and you lack the know-how, will alone will not drive your car. I, I have the will to drive this car. I wish I can drive this car. No. Competence. Okay, well, I'll, I'll agree with Comes you. In. That. And that, that's one thing that plays in jam. I give it as an example. Hmm. So, what, what I'm saying to Nigerians is that we have the opinion that the person that is there now have the capacity, the we have without, the technical know-how okay. of how some of these things operate. Can we, for God's sake, give him patience? And that's why I said, TUC, NLC, should please, for God's sake, keep quiet for now. You, you follow that their route <laughs> over time. It has not helped us. You can't keep on doing the same thing the same way. I want the same answer. We have followed that their route the same way in the past. They don't give us a new future. They should stop threatening us. So you think TLC, NLC, TUC, they are not really defending Nigeria? For now. They should, For now. They if, they want, if they want to help Nigeria, yes. this is not the approach to it. This is not okay. It's not the well, approach to it. I, it's not to threaten and say, we will close down. We will give defense. If I, this, no. But I think strike is what the government understands. But anyway, the Vanguard newspaper is the next story and still mm. talking about NLC. Swell subsidy, don't dare Nigerians. They, NLC wants They should not to dare us. TUC and NLC should not dare Nigerians. They are the one daring Nigerians now. Look, the way forward, I've said it. We have followed this their pattern for decades. It has not helped us. They should hold on, for God's sake. Okay. They should hold on, this for God's sake. This is a story. The Nigerian Labour Congress, NLC, on Tuesday expressed displeasure over the pronouncement of President Bola Tinubu that the subsidy is gone without consulting relevant stakeholders and putting in place adequate measures to cushion its effect on workers. The NLC in a statement by its president, Comrade Joajero, noted with regret that a few hours after the pronouncement, some marketers shut down their filling stations and immediately there was a price hike in some places. While describing the action as insensitive, the NLC president said, it has brought tears and sorrow to millions of Nigerians instead of the renewed hope the administration has promised. The Vanguard newspaper has this one. Fuel subsidy. Don't dare Nigerians. Let, NLC let NLC to... go out to the street and invade these filling stations, selling at 500, 600, demanding for why they are selling at that price. That is what I'm expecting them to do, not to threaten the, the president. But does the NLC have the powers to they, invade a private listen, property? And we say saw that... it happen under Oshiomole. They are a civil society. They are representing Nigerians. And they will get the applaud of Nigerians. Let them go out and demand. Let, they should let, let the police, let the police give them people. They should go, demand to go to those filling stations and demand to see what's in their dump. And demand to know why they want, where they are selling at, two, at 500, 600. They should demand for how much they lifted the fuel, at what depth they lifted. These are the things we are saying that they should be doing. They are part of this society and they have a role to play too in curbing the madness that is out there. But should the NLC now take up the role of DPR, which is there to, as res- your, the sole responsibility of DPR, is to check the excesses of these people? 
Does the would the NSO now take up the role of DPR? They have a they, duty. You know, two wrongs don't make I a am right. Coming. They have a duty of calling on DPR, embarrassing them, blackmailing them. Okay. And they take over this duty too. Let the NLC mobilize his members and start going to some of these fuel stations. I'm telling you, they will have the applaud of Nigerians. I don't think anybody will ask them to say, no, why are you doing this? Two wrongs don't make a right. There is nothing wrong in that. It is a step towards getting the things done. The first station, the marketers now are you are exploiting the situation negatively. So you think when they do that, that they are they would get the applause of Nigerians and they they're doing they would it will be seen as defending Nigerians here. They are defending Nigerians because there is no filling station that have justification okay. to self well at five hundred sixty pounds now. No justification for God's sake. This is why they need to do that and tell them no, this is not the way to it. I'm not saying they should not demand for negotiation. In fact, when they do that and they demand for the audience of the president, yes. I have a feeling you happily and gladly granted that audience. Mm. And they can now judge you and discuss with all. Mm. Because they've shown, they've taken a step that suggests that they too equally want a positive future mm. for Nigeria. Mm. Nigeria, as Nigerians, we need to start having a different thinking towards a different future. Mm. That future, the president told us, is not one we are just going to walk into. We are going to create that future. And to get that future to be created, we have to do things differently. We cannot keep on doing the same thing the same way. I want a different future. But is this the renewed hope he promised? That is the renewed hope he's promised. Look, listen. Do you know how much first of this is taken out of Nigerians? Do you know what that money can be used for? I said 10 billion US dollars spent down the drain. It can be rechanneled to doing something different. And that is the only way. Look, if you don't, if you don't take this pain... You don't follow this path of pain. You will not be able to have gain. That is why I feel this is the way forward. Nigerians should support him. Give him that support to take this action. But that does not stop from demanding. Stop us from demanding that what are the steps we want to take to cushion this effect. But we all knew the argument before. A bill was taken to the House of the, the best request on the on the legislature on the on the on the House of Assembly for 800 million US dollars to be spent for palliative. These are the kind of questions you might be asking. Okay. How has it been spent? Right. And what that thing can we do? Okay. I expect the NLC as a civil society organization to go out there and help Nigerians. Hmm. Go right. to the police station. Okay. All right. So there is a clarity. The Vanguard newspaper also has this story. Petrol subsidy removal mm-hmm. not immediate says presidency source now the removal of petrol subsidy will no longer be immediate vanguard gathered authoritatively last night now you recall that president bola tinubu had said in his inauguration speech on monday that the subsidy was gone as it was not provided for in the 2023 budget but sources told the vanguard yesterday that implementation of the removal of subsidy would commence post june the needs to clarify issues, sources told Vanguard, informed the meeting the president had with the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, the group chief executive of the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited, Milikiari, in the presidential villa in Buja yesterday. Petrol subsidy removal, not immediate, says presidency source. This is a matter of communication here because it looks, Nigerians are confused. The president said it is gone, knowing that subsidy um, budgetary provision is still till the end of June. The confusion here, if you remember during the Naira redesign and all of there was confusion. There was are we also having another round of confusion here until the president is now coming to say that oh he's not immediate. Why didn't the president say that at the inauguration speech? On the inauguration day then. I don't want us to abandon this. The truth of the matter is the president did not say what has happened now. Okay. People have but they have reason to want to give that Whatever, look, whatever this president whatever does, interpretation. whatever this president does, there will still be those that are the naysayers that will come out and say what they are saying. What I'm saying is Nigerians now should take their country, okay. claim it back from those that have held it by the jugular, mm. you know, strangulating us before now. If you have a person that says, this is the way I want to go about it, and we believe that is the way forward, or we need to do this to give him our support. And that's why he's saying that all the institutions all the sectors that could come up to help us to have a new narrative going to the future should do it. The NLC is one of such. The TUC is one of such. They should, they could come in to help us mm. in a different way, mm. not to threaten, not to dare the president. To me, we've done that in the past. It has not worked. 
we need new actions. Daniel says she's not there. All right, so I think it's a fine time for us to open the phone lines because I know I want to open. I, I really need to give lots of men. So I want Nigerians mm-hmm. to actually talk about this. But the numbers to call have not changed: zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine or zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. But before we open the phone lines, we go on this quick break, and when we're back, we get to talk to Nigerians. Don't touch that radio. Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite, home away from home. And we're back on radio. We're back, we're back. Yes, remember, you can also be a part of the conversation. Send your comments and opinions. Send it. We're live up and running on Facebook, Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel, could you send your comments there? And also on Twitter, you can also tweet at us at Fresh FM. Abel, could you 0815-432-1079 or 0818-1111079. Hello, good morning. Linda, good morning to you. Yeah, I'm good morning. Kayade from Adokuta. Kayade, let's I want talk. to do my own this morning with the speed of light. Um, good morning, Nigerians. I want to say that um, any leader that is impatient with weakness will be defective in leadership. Uh, Tinumbu took a very horrid and horrible um, um, policy or announcement before yesterday. And it became something that we are now witnessing that has disturbed us with TMLC. I want to support and told us that it has led us into tears and agony. The people of Nigeria will be in support of NLC, I'm telling you, but also the subsidy remover. Yes, we are not saying they should not remove it, but what are those things on ground that people will have put in place? You see, we need inspirational power, I mean, uh, um, a, a president who has inspirational power. Not those ones that will subjugate Nigerian any longer. They can't take it. All right, thank you. Outside. All right, thank you. We can never take it. All right, thank you. 60 seconds is up. 60 seconds is up. 0815 Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hola, I'm connected from Rachel. Hola, I'm connected to I want to say it again that our marketers are so wicked. Wicked? Okay. Yeah. Because there is no basis for this increment at all. So everything that was found said in that studio, I totally agree with it. Okay. You know, I, I made mention of something that uh, I think yesterday, on this station, that since Friday in my area here, a particular petrol station brought in uh, its own product. Okay. And... They locked up from that point in time. That was Friday. Inauguration was just two are, days are ago. You, are you 100% Monday. certain that they brought in product or you just saw a fuel tanker go into the station? Of course, I saw it and they offloaded. Okay. So, since that day to this period, they've, they've locked up. And I don't know the reason for that. But this thing is clear. All ways that everybody must have bought from that point, from that day to probably Monday, even even after Monday, they still have they still have, they still, they are still subsidized. They still have okay. money. Uh, uh, all right, they are both are subsidized straight. All right, thank you. So why are we not paying all right, more? All right, for thank what you. We are thank Thank you. It wasn't, I agree with you. It wasn't the speech. As a Saturday, we are already having queue at stations in Nabiokota here. And I bought for about 250 or so. So the marketers already got wind of that course. the president was going to make Whatever that. Whatever is on wind, it is just their wicked ways of doing things. Okay. Binga. All right, let's pick up our calls. Hello, good morning. 
Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, doing well. Yes, yeah. sir. My wonderful this morning. I'm a lot of money my name for my daughter. Yes, good morning. Yeah, Shane, I've always said this on, on the capitalists in Nigeria. Okay. Most times, then the government, the capitalists in this country, are, they, they are they are damn wicked. Can you? This is this is exactly what they do every time. They want to make stupendous profits from average Nigerian at every opportunity they have. But just as you said it today, because you don't have leaders that have the technical know-how to curb their excesses. This is a country where we don't have body that can... In fact, in some, in, in some advanced countries, they even give you percentage of profit you can make on whatever you produce. But in this country, capitalists are free for all. They want to, they want to build a house in one year and make profit on that building the same year. That's why I so much agree with everything we are discussing. And let us educate Nigerians, neighbor, okay. neighbor Congress, and TEC. All these civil stations are members. They are members of their organization. They are members of labor union. Why didn't labor union caution their members? Are they not their members? All right. TEC. So let, let, let them go back to their members and control them. Nigerians are not ready for them. All right. Thank you. Thank no, you. We are not ready thank for them. You. That's the truth. <laughs> 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111079. Hello, good morning. Hello? Yeah, I'm yeah, Alaji, let's talk. I'm, I'm calling for... Hello? Hello, Mori. Hello? Are you getting yeah, Alaji, you know, try, try and call us back. The network is so not good. I don't know from my end or from your end, I don't know. But we are having issues with the network. But let's try and call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The network is starting to have issues. But anyway, let's quickly look at uh, some of the messages we are here. We have on Facebook. Okay, let's see. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, it's Mr. Kiyomi Sylvester from Elara in Ekwafo. Yes, let's talk. I've been calling on this program. If you want to take, you want to collect bread from small child, okay. you must prepare to have yam to replace it. Okay. This is what Nigeria is not ready to do. We told, I've been saying it. If you want to do the remove subsidy, okay. try to repair what we buy now first. You see the application now. We have not started though. We have not seen anything. Hmm. Can we afford to be buying fuel for six hundred naira in Nigeria with, with, with what we are passing through now? Hmm. What of what of the what of the students that are going to school? What are people that are going to work? They do three in Abelkuta or in in, in urban area now. Say two hundred naira per, per drop, <laughs> three hundred naira per drop. <laughs> How many people can afford it? Really sad. This is bad. This is uncomfortable. This is not the time for the, uh, uh, that we can buy fuel for six hundred naira in Nigeria. They should do something for it quick, quick. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine or zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, I'm Oladili calling from Abuja. Oladili, let's talk. Yes, you could have seen it from the situation report. What we are hearing that. Nigerians, we are problem. Let's talk straight. What was the cost of the poor they are now selling for six hundred seven hundred naira? Look at it now. The government is these people. You can you can remember that PMA. It's not member. They get the get family street. You don't want to tell me that the poor they are now selling at six hundred was it was a subsidy free. Ah, so you will pay something on it. Let them sell and sell. They are saboteurs, most of them. When you look at it, 
it's not the new rule or any other person that is causing problems. Most of our leaders, they are trying as much as possible to ease up things. But what you are now saying, you look at the Naira exchange, what actually happened those days? People are collecting 500 Naira or 1,000. See what they are doing now. All right, thank you. Yeah, we agree. All right, thank My you. Brother. Thank you. Pressure. Thank you so much. All right, let's quickly look at some of the messages here. We have quite a few. Uh, Adewale Adibayo says, Personally, Mr. President is supposed to wait for six months and understudy the situation of the country before making such pronouncements. Nigeria's problem is more than Lagos problem. Okay. Oluwashi Mfumi Afolabi says, We pay more for the fares and still stuck in traffic. Oh, dear. All right, Lukman Lawal says President Tinubu's subsidy removal pronouncement was just to inform us to brace up for the challenge ahead. PMB is supposed to do this before leaving office, but he didn't have the political will to do that. But Tinubu is bold by telling us the reality. All right, Larry Alakami says it is appalling that these enemies of the country that brought field at normal price before Mr. President made the announcement on the removal of subsidy, which has no provision in the budget again. President Ashiwaju. Uh, Balatinubu should go after those saboteurs that are making lives unbearable for the masses. All right, Abiola David says, I just did laugh. Did you start just say NLC or TEC should go to the filling stations to enforce a non well conceived policy of the new government in place? Please don't let emotion rule rule your take, sir. Thank God the palm price is affecting everyone. No Jagaban filling station anywhere. We will be all right. May Nigeria win. Zakaria Olubaye says, let the president speak again for better understanding and first expression. Shoyinka says, please kindly define the meaning of business and the difference between CBN and the commercial bank. With that, you will discuss objectively why you are in business. Lukman Lawal says that President Tinubu's pronouncement has exposed our enemies, those that are behind our backwardness and stagnation. They will do everything to stagnate us. Oliemi Adibaya says the subsidy must go, really. But the president needs to understand that consultation will play some golden rule in implementation of these policies. You can't kill the rats in your kitchen without first taking care of the breakables, else you will break <laughs> you will break all the breakables, else uh, and may not even kill the rat at the end of the day. It's democracy for crying out loud. Ige says um, this renewed hope will not come in bread and butter. It calls for sacrifice. Eggs must be broken before making an omelette. Thank you. Abiola David says nobody can hold the country on the juggler. If we have a very firm and decisive government in place, every Sarah's government should have the willpower to do the right thing. And let's stop putting pressure on the masses. All right. Okay. Tunji says, I agree with the stars and if NLC are not ready to channel their energy towards ensuring that these marketers sell the PMS at normal rates, what happens to banks during narrow scarcity might befall them. Watch out. Okay, I think uh, let's just pick up uh, one or two more calls and that'll be it. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Yeah, I greet you. Uh, you see, uh, a, a bit not understanding the market by Ustaz. You need to replace your stock when you are selling. It is that stock that they are selling, not the money. They must have to produce, I mean, make sure that they can be able to replace their own stock. Mm. If, to, if to say the, 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 the marketers are giving the petrol to stations after sales, Nigerians are the ones yes. to finance their stock. So the, 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 the statement of the president has actually... Nigerians are the ones to finance their stock for them. Yes. What kind of economic, so you like economic not, strategy is that? Let them approach the bank. Right Let them approach the bank so to restock their... To, to, to get restock. Excuse me. It's not the, that's not the way of doing business. How is I you are doing business? Excuse me, you must be How do you get your stock? How do you get your stock? You use one to get your stock. So your customer now to pay as you your stock. Your stock is an asset. 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 When you talk of capital and assets, let me give you technical know-how. You lack the technical know-how. Let me give it to you. Your stock is an asset. If they ask me a question in an examination hall, you will say, 
by your, your stock. All right, your okay. stock you is know, an asset. <laughs> your stock is an asset. Off your mic. Asset off your and mic. liabilities <laughs> oh, makes up your balance sheet. To get your stock, yes. you need to get liability, which is in capital. Approach your bank to get more fund to recapitalize and get more stock. It is done by punishing your customer. You are getting it wrong. No, but it was sudden. It was sudden, it was stars. There's nothing sudden about soft sudden. removal in Nigeria. It has been going on. It's in ongoing. That your supplier now suddenly increased? The, but it was sudden. Has it been increased? There's some um, supply that some oil depots that are already selling at higher ones. This, to the these stations. are people who need to checkmate. And that's why I said NLC should use their agency. Okay. Possibly for us in Nigeria. These people are their members. All right. So, but anyways, I think it's a fine place for us to leave it. It's a fine place for us to 